So you want to know a boss move that The Office did once? The television show? The television show. Well, can we do the opening of the show first? Make believe money. Make believe money. Three Bible books discuss fictional finance. Make believe money. Welcome to Make Believe Money. I'm Liz. I'm Damon. I'm Dan. So in like season five of The Office, they were like the show to follow the Super Bowl, and the uh, the network was uh, adamant that they like do something like big and flashy for it because it's a very like it's a very you know important TV spot to have. Sure. So like here's a bunch of money. Go hire some actors to like some named like actors, celebrity actors to come and like guest appear on your show. So all they did was they wrote them into a movie that they pirated and watched periodically throughout the course of the episode. Wait, what? They like hired so they hired Jack Black, Jessica Alba, and Cloris Leachman. And <laughs> the just, three of them. <clears throat> did they just roll dice with celebrity names on them? <laughs> um and they put them into a fake make them up movie that they shot so that the characters could just download it illegally and watch it as like as part a of B their... plot throughout the course of the episode. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. It's a pretty boss move. Yeah. It's a pretty boss move. And then they still had show after that. Yeah. So Dan, but where were by we... that point, did they? Season five? So I don't they know. They had two more good years. That's true. Oh, okay. Yeah. How many seasons in total were there? Nine. Nine. Oh, that's too many. Nine. About, by about two. <laughs> yeah. And uh, maybe a half. Eight <laughs> is the is the worst by far. Nine, like pieces some things back together and I think gives it a good finish. They have a nice last episode. Yeah. I hey like Dan, what are we talking about today? Uh, we're going to talk about... I was going to make a joke, oh. but we're just going to talk about The Office. My <laughs> brain talk stopped about the working Teletubby very holiday briefly. Special. <laughs> That's what my brain was trying to find a dumb poll like that and it went, but, but it's The Office we're, though. Don't lie to the people, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> they come here for one thing, damn it. <laughs> one thing or three beautiful things. One thing. One beautiful thing and two guys on the other side of the table. Dan, it's not nice to talk about us that way. Yeah, well, here we are. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we're going to talk about The Office. Specifically, I looked at a couple of their Halloween episodes. I looked actually at... Halloween? Oh, God, Christmas. (laughs) All right, turn it off. My brain is clearly not in it tonight. I really was hoping that you meant it. Oh, what a beautiful prank. <laughs> Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. <laughs> We're talking about Halloween. You did a time crime to me. I'm doing a time crime back. Uh, this is payback for, the, for, for Superstar. Satan's Christmas. Satan, <laughs> Satan's Christmas. Speaking of, have you been watching, did you watch Sabrina at all? The no. Chilling Adventures? I love it. It's great. But they are doing this thing where Satanism is just the exact opposite of Christianity. So they just like say things like, he's heaven bound on ruining his life instead of hell bound. And then they talk about, um, what do they call do it? They it's like dark Christmas. They don't. Do you mean like as in they eat bread and wine as Christians? Yeah. I'm just trying oh, to like no, how they, far exact they opposite Yeah, they transmutate people. human flesh into <laughs> yeah. bread and wine. They actually do eat people, so it's like... Oh, well, that's problematic. But, so yeah. but it turns to bread and wine in their, in their mouth. mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Gotta be real with you. It's weirder the Christian way. 
<laughs> Eat this bread, and, bread wine. and wine. And then it will be people. In your mouth, it's going to turn into Jesus. Get excited. <laughs> um, What? That's, I was just going to say. You were going to say something about Dark Christmas, It was just though. about, like, they just had a Christmas episode come out, and it was all these, like, the opposite of Christmas things. They call it, they spell celebrate winter solstice. Which they put is, a tree cool. upside down. Yeah. That would have been up. It's weird. Fun. And Santa climbs up your chimney. <laughs> <laughs> Takes a gift and leaves yeah. your house. But he does leave you milk and cookies, which is very kind of him. It is weird. But there are a lot of, like, pagan uh, Christmas things in there that were kind of cool. But mostly it's, like, every now and then you roll your eyes at the, like, okay, you don't have to just do the opposite of whatever the Christians are doing. Mm. Um, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the Office Halloween episode. Where they do the opposite of what Christians do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go on. <clears throat> Did you do the Belschnickel one? I don't think so. No, that's too bad. I what money stuff do you have well. about the Belschnickel? You'll... I don't. I have nothing. The Belschnickel well, is the Pennsylvania Dutch version of Krampus. Mm, I see. Which makes sense because isn't Dwight's family Amish? They, he, they're or Mennonite. They're vaguely Pennsylvania Dutch inspired. I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're. Yeah. I don't think they specifically lean into a specific sect. Yeah. Is sect the word for that? I guess so. Sect. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They're I'll kind of that. just outside of. Time and space and reality. So time crimes. Yeah. So um, so what did we talk about? Uh. So specifically, <laughs> I have uh, the season five Christmas episode, and I think the season two. I watched them in that order, but the season two one is really hard. <laughs> oh, I don't remember. Okay, well, let's do ratings and a little say, bit of you plot. Do ratings and a little bit of plot, and then we'll go from there. Sure. Uh, I just said exactly what Liz said. I'm so sorry. That's fine. That's just how it is. A woman, woman in, in the world. <laughs> I am so sorry. As soon as I did it, I was like, oh no, what there have I is. done? There it is, exactly. <laughs> 2019 will be your year. Yeah. That's yeah. it. The, when it'll switch, everything will be better in 2019. So the office is. <laughs> Just want, I just want everybody to remember how long this year has been. Uh, this year was the Tide Pod Challenge. Oh, God, really? Yes. But it happened in January of this year, so you're forgiven for so thinking it was a million ago. years ago. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just really excited to see whatever stupid bullshit uh, January 2019 comes with that all these teens are like, yeah, adults, we're totally doing that. And adults are like, tonight at 10, all of our kids are dying. <laughs> there will be zero kids by February. Dun-dun-dun-dun. <laughs> <laughs> bum bum <laughs> And then adults all go, wait a second. Wait. Sweet. Can I try this? Everything's a bar. <laughs> everything's <laughs> a bar. <laughs> That's exactly what would happen to you. I mean, everything's a bar now if you're sneaky enough. Man. That's true enough. That sounds like a man with a problem, Damon. <laughs> <laughs> I know a few. <laughs> uh, Just well, their first name. Were you going <laughs> to... So The Office is a workplace, is is. an American workplace comedy based off of a British workplace comedy. Just how Um, the the American and British just swap ideas back and forth forever until it reaches a weird uh, event horizon where Martin Freeman's face just gets stretched into the distance. And you don't know if he's alive or dead. That's how event horizons work. (laughs) I thought just ships came out of them really mean. Yeah, and Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, it's, that was a weird pull. I <laughs> no, realized, I get it. but I'm glad. I didn't I'm think anybody was getting there but me. But here we are. Well, I don't know about the listeners, but I'm here. All right. Merry Christmas. <laughs> but you just kind of follow the antics of these like <laughs> average Joe type people who are like so average that they are just as weird as like the normal average people actually in your life, but yeah. just condensed down into a little half hour. 
think they're yeah. half hour. Half hour episodes. Yeah. 22 minutes. So Damon just likes to like wait until we're done being assholes and then he'll say something smart. I know, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like he just kind of patiently waits to do the show around the bullshit that's happening. <laughs> just listening to that one I edited the other day where like we were like, I wonder if they die in the end. And Damon was like, depends on how long your story goes. <laughs> we're like, <sighs> <laughs> Anyway, you're delightful. Uh, so that's the plot. The general plot of the office yeah. is uh, it's your office, the one that you work at. Yes, you, the person I'm talking to right now, whoever's listening. And sometimes they celebrate Christmas. And sometimes they celebrate Christmas. And sometimes Christmas. there's Roughly money involved with year. that. Roughly once a year. <clears throat> Occasionally more than that, if they're feeling funky. Except in season one, I think they only had a six episode order, and I don't think they had time for a holiday special. That's fine. Yeah. Everything was a little crunchier back then, like grittier film quality. So they were still filming in our reels. Pretty sure. <laughs> so which episode? With confidence. <laughs> Ooh, boy. Which episode do you want to start with, Dan? Wait, wait, wait. Well, do we want to do ratings? Yeah. Oh, okay. ratings? Oh, yeah. We've done The Office before, though, haven't we? No. I believe we have. Did we? Yeah. Well, it'll be in my spreadsheet. I know my that spreadsheet we talked has about... long, guys. Yeah, because this is episode 60-something. Yep. We did one. We did all about Michael... Declaring oh, bankruptcy. a bankruptcy. That's right. Yeah, That's where right. he walks out of his office and loudly says, I declare bankruptcy. Oh, well, we have rated ourselves before. I'll say again, the show gave me a lot of anxiety. I've worked in a lot of offices, as most people who have worked in offices have, that have been very similar to this. And I'm from Pennsylvania. I give myself a four. <laughs> <laughs> Is one of those points just for being from for Pennsylvania? For being from Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I am aware <laughs> of and have been through Scranton. <laughs> I, too, have pennsylvania so... <laughs> Uh, I watched the show, I did not watch it as it was airing, but I was able to binge everything and keep pace for seasons eight and nine, um, which, as you may well know, was like the least fun point to I jump on. I was about to say, good for you, way to catch up just over the finish line. I'm so sorry. Um, I've done that with a lot of shows, though. But binging it, binging it up to that point was very satisfying, uh, those first seven seasons, so... But uh, I've probably watched the series three times through, um, and I enjoy it quite a bit. It is something that uh, I think it set up a lot of my favorite television today, uh, and I'm going to keep enjoying that for as long as I can until it uh, inevitably becomes uh, tired and they have to reboot it. So. Oh, God. Oh, no. So here's my question. Do you think Ugh. they would? Because apparently they approached Carell about doing it again or like doing a movie or something. They approached him about something like that. And he was basically like, go back and watch it as it's not aged well, at least from like a PC standpoint. He, I don't know if he like thought it wasn't funny anymore, but he was just like, it wouldn't get made today. And I think it can have its venerated place where it is and does not need to come any closer. So I don't I'm know. I'm sure we talked about this when we the did. The first go around? Yeah. So, hey listeners, welcome back. But uh, I think... Like part of it is the the um, TV is a lot more sincere than that show started out being. Yeah, I think you could redo The Office. I don't think it it would just be the skin on it though. I don't think it would have a lot of the same guts to it necessarily. Yeah, because we talked about this last time we did this episode about how like Brooklyn Nine Nine is close to like what today's version of The Office might be like, mm-hmm. where it's just like there are people in their workplace but they get along a lot better and no one hates each other so vehemently. 
Yeah. I can't remember if we had this conversation when we did The Office last time or when we did How I Met Your Mother. Did we well, do we did How the, I Met Your Mother? We kind of have this conversation anytime we bring up a, a sitcom. A yeah. sitcom from the 90s? From five years ago. Or, yeah. Yeah, yeah, literally anything. Actually, yeah, I should. that's longer ago than I wanted it to be. be. Anything before We did talk the, about it during Friends, too. In the 2000s, yeah. <laughs> we did Friends? We didn't do Friends, did we? We haven't done no, Friends. No, we did Sex in the City. We that's did what Sex I was thinking. I not just related from make. Rachel and and not Samantha. No one's a Samantha. Carrie. 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 <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> you know we're big Sex in the City fans. We're here for you. We should take a personality test. But so specifically, what episodes are we talking about? Uh, oh, oh you did say that already. Thing. Sorry, Whatever Dan. I said last time. I'm so sorry. I have maybe seen a third to a half of this series sporadically. Fair. I keep trying to go back and watch the whole thing. I find each individual one entertaining. Sure. Yeah, I think it like was... Like, I watch three of them because I put them on and three of them play, and then I turn on my TV next time. I'm like, oh, what do I want to watch? And I'm like... Not that. Nah, whatever catches my interest, and it's rarely The Office again. Yeah. It's interesting because I think it morphed through being a very episodic thing into a very serialized thing over the course of it, um, whereas, like, sitcoms today are, even when they are not particularly serialized are like you know brooklyn 99 has like an arc to the characters that like even though everything's about a different case yeah and like you can kind of if you watch them out of sequence like you can kind of start to piece together like this one came before this one came before this one but like before like season four of the office like it kind of exists like you couldn't do that in the same way where like you can't track people's growth the way you can at the end of the series i feel I that I break it into when Jim and Pam are together and when they're not. I don't know when exactly that happens, but that is the only two uh, epochs in the office for my viewing pleasure. <laughs> I can track it based on Michael's relationships, um, just because like up until season seven, like they do kind of it breaks it into thirds, like when he's with Jan and when he's with Holly at the very end of the series, and his like messy parts <laughs> in the middle. Um, but, like, again, it's something that I think they stumbled into television moving towards that more than any plan they had at the beginning. So, And I'm here to have a good time, you know? <laughs> I mean, I literally just broke nine seasons of television into two epochs, and I could not tell you where the line is. So. I was going to say, they get married in, like, season three. So, so like. I guess then there's the parts I've watched and everything else. Cat's gonna I jump. really didn't watch... Anything after Andy Richter came on that show? Not Andy, Andy Richter. Richter. Not Andy Richter. What's his name? Andy. Uh, Andy's his character. Andy's name. his character's name. What's that actor? Oh, name? Ed Helms. Ed yes. Helms. Thank you. I was gonna call him Andy Dufresne. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you get busy living, or you get busy being in the office. <laughs> Selling paper. So, anywho, the episodes what? we're talking about today. Yes. Uh, so we have two. I looked at, because both of them will be pretty quick. I looked at the season five, so season five, episode 11, which is called Moroccan Christmas. Oh boy. I and don't know that one, but that's Season two, good. episode 10, which is called The Christmas Party. And that one has nothing to do with money. I just wanted to see if any of them would survive. So. Any what? of them would survive? So let's do that one first. Okay. okay. <laughs> So in this episode, as a brief recap, and I'm sure Damon will, this will <clears throat> trigger, but uh, this is the episode, for those who know it, where Michael has had to fire someone during the year, so he gets a large Christmas bonus, but he's worried that everyone's going to be, like, upset because he's had to fire somebody this year, so they do, like, a $20 limit secret Santa, 
and he buys a four hundred dollar iPod, and it like destroys the office, and everyone gets all shitty at each this other. This is the one with the the thing I remember most about this episode is the nice teapot that mm-hmm. Jim makes for Pam. Jim yes. buys for Pam. Jim, Jim doesn't make that. But he's got stuff inside it. Yeah, he stuffs it, it full of like, yeah, inside he, jokes. Yeah. He does, A letter yeah. about his feelings that he eventually like chickens out and doesn't give to her. Good, because she's with someone at the time. And yeah. it's kind of a shitty way that they start their relationship. Well, i got to be real with you. And Phyllis makes a lovely oven, oven mitt. Yes. Just an oven mitt? Yeah. It's a beautiful oven mitt. It is a beautiful <laughs> oven mitt, but Michael is not pleased with it. So <laughs> Dick about it. Yeah. Yes. And then they do all these sort of things to try to like get the iPod... Or he tries to do all this to get like get it back to himself, da 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 da. Oh yeah. But I'm going to tangentially talk about money because I'll talk about the alcohol. But really what I wanted to figure out mathematically was whether any of them survive. Because after they all get really mad at each other, Michael goes out and buys fifteen do- bottles of vodka and brings it back to the office. Oh no. And then they proceed to get real shitty. Oh no. <laughs> I know Meredith will be fine. Yeah. <laughs> she's the one that licks hand sanitizer yeah. off her hands. <laughs> yeah, she'll be fine. <laughs> Um, so he pays 166.41 for 14 bottles or 15 bottles of vodka, which <laughs> are we just figuring out the price of murder? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that, you can do that for free. You yeah. got two hands. You can murder anyone with anything at all. <laughs> <laughs> Everyday well, household items you find around the house. <laughs> Look around you, my friend. <laughs> Almost everything is a murder weapon if you try hard enough. Get resourceful. <laughs> Don't do a 100. crime. Sorry. It's okay. Uh, it costs one hundred and sixty dollars to make somebody do it for you, though. That's it. Well, if you make them drink all this vodka. Oh, if you if not you if you hire a hitman. Yeah, it costs one hundred. Like I mean, you hire the right hitman, it probably only costs one hundred and sixty dollars. He does it for the thrill. It yeah. costs one hundred and sixty dollars and like a lot of social pressure, but yeah, you can do that. Give me a moment. Merry Christmas. I think I have my long-term inflation numbers in here somewhere. <laughs> if I go back far enough, where the hell is Hamilton? Hamilton oh, yeah. Oh, man. How much long, would it cost to hire him? Long-term inflation. Here we go. If we wanted to go back in time and murder Hitler. <laughs> uh, okay. So let's see. Okay. Well, how, like, how much in today's money is enough to kill somebody? I need to know that before I can go back. Well, the people in Dateline always get busted for like 10 grand. That's it? I think so. I think a human life should be worth more than that. I think so too. That's why it's illegal. So <laughs> I don't think it's illegal because they're setting the price too low. In a Do you way. Think if it were like, oh, he paid a million dollars to have this person murdered, that's fine. No. Well, I mean, if that person has a million dollars, I don't think they're going to prison for it. So That's a good point. Um <laughs> in this economy? <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to throw that out there <laughs> while I figure out when 10,000 and I only have it till 2016, but I want to figure out when 10,000 became 160. Uh, about 1778. Oh. oh, so if we went back in time. But I actually remember there was a bunch of deflation years. So then I, like again in 1790. Okay, we got a couple of I think that might be the here. last yes, time. What founding father you want to murder and at what point in their life? <laughs> Yeah, after that, it stays pretty low for a long time. It's like flat, but then it does pretty much start going up. So in the 1700s, 160 bucks was. It's a little disappointing, actually. I was kind of hoping. If you're we paying could... 10 grand in today's money. Yeah. I was going to say. That did... does seem still low. I agree to take a human life. I agree, too, <laughs> but y'all watch Dateline, and that's, <laughs> that's how the much the people rate, get. All right, that's what the market will bear. The invisible life. hand of the market gets paid better because it's invisible and therefore good at killing. 
That's where that expression comes uh, from. This is why Christmas episodes are my favorite. <laughs> um, so, uh, aside from all the murder... Give me a second. I have to go back to the... You have to get back to the episode, the right episode. a lot of episodes, I'm folks. so sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, that winds up being $11 a bottle, uh, which, by the way, That's is not, not good great. vodka. Now, yeah, today it's $14 with inflation, but it is still not good vodka, no, folks. That's the kind of vodka you can taste. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's actually, did I ever tell this story to you or on the podcast, why I no longer like vodka, don't like vodka? I don't think so. Uh, when I like first started drinking, which was late high school, really in college, oh, um, yeah. my fr- my parents did not know I drank, and it was like the last week of school, but we were like done with finals, uh, and so we were going to a party, and I gave one of my older friends a like twenty, and was like, "Would you buy me a bottle of vodka for this party?" <laughs> Thinking they would buy me like a fifteen dollar fifth, and instead they bought me like an eight dollar handle. Oh yes, no! They're like, here you plastic. go, and then, here you go, pal. Here's your change. And then yeah, exactly. And we needed to. F- Dan didn't I, get change back from that. That is <laughs> true, but I needed to oh, finish I it uh, because no, actually, that was not. Uh, who you're thinking of who bought it it was a theater mm. friend i'll tell you who after you'd know her so they um, they gave you change yeah oh. oh okay but they also ruined my life not well not ruined my life but ruined my vodka years because <laughs> i couldn't bring it home because my parents didn't know i drank so me and the guy sitting next to me and ben sell now and a few other people the guy sitting next to you right now just not like like we're talking damon not like anybody in the world right now i mean yeah, i was no, also just time, the guy sitting next to him then too. Oh, yeah, yeah, so. that's true <laughs> But at any time, the Friendship. person sta- standing next to me. No, uh, <laughs> please drink this. I drank it you, over sir. like four days, and it Ugh. was garbage because it was the type of vodka where you could make a thirty-two ounce glass of anything, put one drop in it, and it would taste like vodka. Oh, it was like have you ever seen the Simpsons movie where he throws the last piece of trash in, and the whole thing turns black and says <laughs> poison. That's pretty much what happened. You put one drop of this vodka in a soda, and it would just go. Vodka. <laughs> You're really glad you did that voice again because I was totally gonna ask you to. I mean, you we might as well have drank this this stuff straight because honestly, everything we'd put in it was just a waste of money. Oh, I mean, gosh. it's like, oh, I'll put it in this. This will taste better than the last thing. Nope. We no. could have used it to fuel my car to get us home. <laughs> honestly, so. yeah, but then you'd have to buy a new car afterwards. Burn through your <laughs> not motor. that car. <laughs> that car could have took it. <laughs> that car was made in Soviet Russia. Yeah, for I sure. I saw a headline that said that. Charles, Prince Charles has a car that can run off champagne. <laughs> Which, like, fuck you, of course you do. <laughs> also, it was a headline, so I don't know what the real answer there is. I mean, alcohol's just a sugar. Sugar is just chemical bonds. That's energy. You can make you it think work. about it, yeah. Wouldn't be efficient, but yeah, you could make it work. Yeah, it wouldn't be great, but I think you could probably make a bunch of cars to do that. Anyway. So, you don't drink vodka no more. <laughs> I don't. Uh, that all being said, because we should eventually get to a money one here, but uh, so. it's 17 shots per 750 milliliters, so he bought 254 shots. Uh, oh, shoot. Among how many people? Uh, I think there was, was like 11 people in the office. People. Oh, no, that's not enough people. <laughs> Let me see. Yeah, I think there's 15 people is what I looked. I looked it up. But even okay. even that's 20 like three, people is too, too few people. 3,500 grams or so. Uh, it's about... 17 drinks a person. Oh, no. So if your body weight was 180 pounds and you were a male, 
your BA, BAC would be about 0.37. Oh, no! Which 0.08 is when you can stop driving, but lethal limit is about 0.5. So you oh, wouldn't no. be dead. But you'd get there. You would be incapacitated beyond belief, though. Yikes. Angela is a tiny lady. She Angela might be dead. Angela is a tiny lady. She uh, might have died. She also don't, I don't think she would have ever drank a drop of that. that. So. Uh, if she's 120 pounds, let's say. No, no. call her 110 at least, at the a, most. And a female... Yeah, that her blood alcohol content would be 0.74. Oh no, she's she would be she'd be dead and and almost fifty percent more dead. Oh, she is straight up pickle beet. Uh, that's funny. Is that a Dwight joke or did you just say? Oh no, beet? I did. I just thought pickle beet because we just had beets recently. Mm, delicious. Tastes like dirt. Ugh. You don't like them? No. I really do. Wait, really? That yeah. wasn't like a joke? No, like, they taste, taste like, like dirt, dirt, but I like them. They taste like dirt. Well, it all yeah. depends I hate on the, them. It all depends good. on the dirt that they're grown in. You know, it's like they're oysters. like oysters. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should get married. <laughs> high five. Or no high five, that's fine. So basically he spends um, $160 to lose his job. So I don't know the math there, but it doesn't work out because it's they definitely good. tell him he's not allowed to serve booze. And instead he brings enough booze to literally kill... One Everyone of his employees, and <laughs> at least an Angela, severely incapacitate the the majority of the others. Now, what if you took Angela out of the the pool, and you like split that alcohol up? Will we get more people up to the lethal limit? Well, if you do it by fourteen, that one hundred and eighty pound male gets to point three nine. No, so closer to death, but not dead. But not dead. But again, but any woman the would be dead. Pound. Well, yeah, there's not actually, Meredith. Not Meredith. There's Earth. a different R. So even if you just if you kept it 180 pounds but made it a woman, it goes to 0.48, which is right on that cusp. That's weird. And most women, you know, 180 pounds is probably, I don't know what the average would be. Is it be. just because my liver's smaller than yours? I don't know why it is. They just, like, I looked up a how to calculate blood alcohol content, and there's, like, a different, there's, like, a, a constant factor there. It's, like, this times this many drinks times this much time times X. And the X for men is higher than it is for women. Weird. I think it's like I think a our metabolisms or index yeah. thing because weird more musculature <clears throat> maybe versus I actually think fat. it's bad. I don't know. I actually rude. That's <laughs> well, the way <laughs> humans are built. Don't give me that shit. I see. Seriously, though, we also die seven years earlier. So enjoy those yeah, seven years. Yeah, because you keep years. calling women fat. <laughs> Women do Got have me. more subcutaneous fat. Which yes, would yes, yes. Eat into <laughs> their available body mass for resisting the alcohol. So sure, yeah, that's what would happen. Anyway, well, science. Enjoy our last episode of Make Believe Money, everybody. <laughs> so episode season five. So in season five, this one has a little bit more of a, uh, a money angle. So in this one, Dwight does research every year on the most popular toy. Uh-huh. And this year it is oh, a yes. half princess, half unicorn called Princess Unicorn. <laughs> and he goes to every store in the area and buys a bunch of them. And then he sells them last minute to lazy parents for an enormous profit. <laughs> what? He's sad he's being ignored. Anyway. How big of a profit, Dan? Well, I looked up the uh, most common toys for, or at least projected most common toys for this year. And are those fingerling things? Yes, fingerling hugs is one of them. I, I looked it. up like multiples. Uh, LOL Surprise. I don't know what that is. Uh, the LOL Surprise. Hatchimals Mystery, which since I've looked this up, I've seen everywhere and I swear I had never seen before. So I think it's just one of those like you, you Thanks, don't Facebook. notice. 
<laughs> no, not like even that. Like I've seen them all over like Target and stuff. All the stores I walk into. And I think it's just that selective. If you don't care, you don't see it. Right. Because I've gone to Target a million times and never seen it. And then I was standing in line and I was like, you know, there's like little things you grab on your way out. I was like, every one of these is Hatchimals. <laughs> I had to buy. What have I been paying attention to? I bought a LOL surprise thing for like a charity kid gift one year. Like little girl asked for it. And now I saw them in like Walgreens. Like I can't not oh, yeah. see them. And they're just scary little babies with scary little faces, and they live in scary little Christmas balls. I don't get it. I don't know. I probably would have been all about it when I, I was a kid. Say, yeah. <laughs> at the same time, I bought a bunch of cards of made-up animals that I'm sure people did not get. So I don't know. You see the yeah. trailer for Detective Pikachu? He looks pretty real. That's the Ryan Gosling one, right? Not Ryan. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. Sorry. Different Ryan. Yeah, a lot so more I, charisma my, to that Ryan. Yeah, my, uh, <laughs> Both my, Canadian. My names have been rough tonight. No, that's okay. I would pay to see that movie, though. A Ryan Gosling as Pikachu? Ryan, yeah. I think it'd be a real quiet movie. I think it would be. I hope he just acts exactly as he does in Drive, but as Pikachu. <laughs> as Pikachu! <laughs> yeah. And he's in this, like, mocap suit, but it's, like, a big old, like, Pikachu-shaped yeah. mocap suit. A shot-for-shot shot remake, only he can control electricity. Yeah. Electricity. He's got funny little bunny ears. Yep. I'd watch that. So you've been seeing Hatchimals pretty much everywhere, yeah. and uh, the fingerlings are like the top toy. What's the top toy? Yeah. I think it was the fingerlings. Yes. I know what kids like. There's also a Let's Dance Elmo, which I was like, cool, I can latch onto that as something that like I know from All my right. childhood. Let's Dance Elmo? I don't know. There was just like, there was a list of like five or ten toys It's like a Tickle Me Elmo, except now they figured out how to get him to stand up. This is one step so. away from getting him to like walk you out of the house while your parents are asleep. Yep. <laughs> They've got him figured out how to stand up and hold a shotgun. He just can't pull the trigger yet. <laughs> Skynet's first soldier is Let's Dance Elmo. Elmo's ready to threaten you. <laughs> uh, my sister had a, a sleepy time Ernie when she was a kid, and it had a stomach that would rise and fall and it would snore, but it was not a toy you were My supposed stomach, to do sleep you mean with. Chest? No, I mean stomach. I Dude, know. It has its lungs and its stomach. <laughs> it's a puppet, <clears throat> so I guess it could be anywhere the hand isn't. I just is it no, like an I alien he... situation? If it did that long enough, did it like burst out? Well, the thing is that it was like it was a little lever that would rise and fall. So th- it was not. It was like a soft plush toy, and it would go. I'm so sleepy. I need a nap. And then it would sing "Twinkle Twinkle Little Star" and fall asleep halfway through and start to snore. And its little stomach would rise and fall with this lever. Uh, and it was ostensibly to be slept with as a child taking a nap, except that if you rolled over on it, you would start it up again. (laughs) My sister murdered it by throwing it against a wall (laughs) after it woke her up out of a nap that she wasn't expecting. I threw a Furby into a lake near my house because it would not shut up. That's fair. People murdered Furbies in a way that, like, I've seen... Have you seen Long Furby? (laughs) Long Furby? That you took Furby and you stretched his butt out like a snake length, like he's boa constrictor long, and he's just this white Furby sitting on a table, and he's like twirled around once, and his head's on the table, like, and he's like staring at a bowl of cereal. It's so weird. I'll put it in the show notes. Oh god. No, but the most upsetting thing I've ever seen is they somebody let lit like a tickle me elmo on fire oh, but like no. all the mechanics are internal and the fur is not so it looks like a tibetan monk like <laughs> it's on fire but it's still like giggling and laughing oh, on no. the ground and oh. it's like engulfed in flames it's horrifying oh god i Wouldn't hope I toy story's not real my yeah my my dreams died that day oh god was it your tickle me elmo no thank god no 
Do we still start wars over Christmas toys the way they did when we were kids? I think I we just know. aren't aware of it because we I'm don't have kids. I'm guessing yes. Because I think these fingerling things have like gone out of stock real hard in lots of places. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I do think there has been like a crazy. Is they that were a big thing deal last year too? In like an internet marketplace though, where like. I think they still sell out because like, you couldn't get a hold of a switch for a while. I guess. Well, and yeah. I was thinking about this while I was doing this episode, which we'll eventually get back to. I'm so I sorry. I think this is no. It's I don't. I was half the tangent. This is a plus material. What are you talking about? <laughs> I think this is why so many stores do like limit X, oh, like, which I don't yeah. think works as well anymore. It used to be like you literally in store you could only buy X number. Now I think like they do it by maybe IP address, which still means you could get around that pretty easily if you really wanted to. But I think they try in theory to still occasionally limit certain toys to prevent people from doing exactly what Dwight does here, which is buying like 15 of them and selling them on eBay. Because I know um, I had a friend who had a kid who really wanted this thing. She couldn't get a hold of it. And she like bought it on eBay. And luckily it all worked out. I mean, she's like, I paid a big markup, but whatever it's the real thing i lived in yeah. chicago and it was all sold out and you know there was a bunch of them in arkansas and somebody just shipped it to me but i guess there's a bunch of cases on ebay where they like don't get it or they get some knockoff or whatever 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 and she's like i took a risk because i could and i was hoping i would it would pan out and she got lucky because she was like i definitely know people who tried that and it did not go well oh yeah and there's a lot of real cd weird internet marketplaces now even just like inside amazon like mm-hmm. ebay you're always feeling like buyer beware but like amazon used to be like well you can trust it it's from amazon nowadays like i had a, a lady i know at work bought what was supposed to be like a really nice black dress with polka dots on it, I think. And when it arrived, it was literally a graduation gown. <laughs> <laughs> like the paper kind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, nice, nice. I know that's, I know that's a big problem in um, board gaming right now. Oh, really? There's a lot of mm-hmm. like illegitimate sellers on Amazon specifically. Oh, that's and, like, Again, I think just Amazon in general did some sort of changing their algorithm. I well, think actually get... it's a good news, bad news. I think they got sued or were, got worried about getting sued like Google does about putting always their results on top. Mm-hmm. You know, like Google's having issues with putting like the ads up top and all that. Mm-hmm. And so I think Amazon was like, ooh, we don't want that to happen. So we're just going to put like, we're going to up the prominence of third party sellers, which Whoever's is in got theory the most good reviews. to keep them from getting like sued for them, but bad because the nice thing about Amazon was was their product that was filled from their centers that was the real thing and now it's just a third party seller and you can go buy reviews on the internet right i was just gonna say wasn't there a reply all episode about like buying up reviews to boost your score so you get to be the top of the list yep absolutely we were picking out things for our wedding registry and i was having trouble with that because like i don't know brand names for spatulas but like the top rated review thing didn't it's from this company called Juvale, J-U-V-A-L-E, for anyone out there looking. And if you go to their website, they make one of everything. So they make nothing. Like, yeah. there's no way yeah. they make anything. I don't know. And, like, luckily, the spatulas seem nice. <laughs> that gray spatula is pretty great. Yeah. But, like, you got to watch out. You got to watch out. Anyway, so fingerlings. Yes. So, anyway, I don't like that. Can we not say that word the anymore? Fingerlings? Yeah. I don't know who You want to call them F-hugs? F-hugs. <laughs> I don't like that either, but I like it better than fingerlings I think I'm hugs. just going to go ahead and call them fugs. <laughs> so anyway, Hatchimals. <laughs> uh, oh, 
I wanted to do a tangent real quick about that movie we saw a trailer for, but we'll do it later. That's a little blue for this show, I is think. Is it? <laughs> is there a little blue for the show? But fair enough. <laughs> so he's selling all of them at $200. Dwight is. He's selling Whoa. these uh, things for $200. What are the toys in the show? Princess unicorns. Oh, that's right. Sorry. They're a generic. Princess, and they have a unicorn act. horn on the forehead. Not, they're like a Barbie doll? Yes. Yeah. Okay. With a unicorn horn. I think it's supposed to like make fun of the ridiculousness of children's toys was like the Absolutely. goal. Absolutely. But if I had a Barbie doll with a horn on its head, my sister would have a whole lot more holes in her body. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd stab her for it. Yes, exactly. And vice versa, I'm sure. <laughs> but anyway, he's selling them for 200 and you only see, he says he buys up many of them in the stores in the area. So I want your guys' thoughts on how many that is. But you see him carry in at least 14 of them. <laughs> he counted? Yeah. Okay. He says seven under, like, he, like, takes in two loads of, like, three and four, respectively, under each arm or something All like right, that. All right, okay. Uh, I don't remember exactly what it is, but I did count it. You've done weirder math. You yeah, see them exactly. stacked on his desk, too. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's fair. actually what yeah. it is. Just keep remembering the time that you calculated the volume of a human eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> you know... I, I, I dialed it back since I, I like re-listened to that episode after it came out and I was like, I've gone too far. This is too much. <laughs> a bridge too far. We need to come back to a sane place. <laughs> so anyway, then I compared it to what the average like cost of these things I looked up was. So it looked like the av- they were 30, 40, and 80, depending on the item. So two of them were 30, one of them was 40, what? one of them was 80. $80 for a Hatchimal? For no, a for a lol, lol surprise. surprise. Oh, so here's the thing about lull surprises. They're those like little mystery boxes and they come in multiple sizes. And I imagine that like $80 one is like a lull surprise, like mansion or something where you get like a bunch of them in one go, uh. but definitely not out of the realm of possibility for a, a parent to be like, that's the hot toy. I got to get my kid. I mean, I don't know. I love loved slash love Legos and like anything that's cheap. bigger than the palm of your hand is like $70. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, I, what am I gonna, I can't, I have, I have no room to talk. We'll put it that way. Bless our parents, you know? Luckily I kept all my Legos, so I'm just going to put them all, I'm going to throw them all in a box and give them to my kids and pretend like they're new and that they can actually make the thing on the box, even though I probably just grabbed a handful of pieces and <laughs> chucked them in the box. But dad! Dad, I don't see how this makes a helicopter. I don't know, son. There's Good no luck. Luke Skywalker even <laughs> in here. With your imagination. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, it seems like you're not trying hard well, enough. Well, little Lisa, I would love to help you, but I don't know why the race car doesn't have any wheels. Good luck. <laughs> uh, anywho. Our kids are going to be great. Uh, anywho. So if he buys 14 of them and sells them for 200 and he spent 34 of them, in orig- 34 of them originally. Actually, we'll go the other way. If he spent 84 of them, he okay. makes about 1700 bucks. 1700 bucks. Yep. Okay, that's okay, pretty. That's right? pretty, pretty cool. That's pretty good. He spent forty for them. He makes about twenty two and two thousand two hundred forty. So about a good year. Yeah, a good year. <laughs> and if he spent thirty on them, he's making about twenty four hundred dollars. Dang. So like, and that's the fourteen you see. That's There's a no cush little amount of uh, Christmas money to throw around. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but he didn't spend that on anybody. Well, I bet you he got most something very nice. He got <laughs> most more beet seeds. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Beets have seeds, right? Like how carrots do, though, where it's like you don't see it on the. Aren't they thing. like a tuber? Like, yeah, no. you, you carrots have just seeds. Plant more beets. Mm-mm. Well, I don't know about. I'm assuming that beets are like carrots. I know carrots have seeds, but I don't know that beets I do. Get, now that you said like in my, I heard you say light. Like beets are just like carrot light. They're like light. they're a little less carroty. No, I would say they're like they're carrot more extra dark. Carrot. <laughs> Great, those are p- 
overdone carrots. <laughs> carrot, carrot after dark. <laughs> so anyway, that's assuming he only has those 14 you see. So sure. that's that's what I got on this one. Like, in theory, by the way, you would have to report this to the IRS, but I'm sure he doesn't, and nobody mm, would. But in nah. theory, any source of income. Um, over, I think it's like 600 bucks a year, which yeah. this is over. But yeah, I mean, assuming he has to do like six hours, well, no, he doesn't, because I did this in 20 minutes. Now, granted, this was made before the internet was maybe as robust as it is now, but I did like 20 minutes of research to figure out the hot toys, and then you'd go over and pick up like 10 of them. It really be a pretty easy way to make two grand. Yeah, and I feel like even back even back in Tickle Me, Elmo, Tickle Me Elmo days, ugh, that's weird to say. Especially that, the way you said it. I know, I'm so <laughs> sorry. If you think about the names we give toys, we should reconsider just all of them. Um, but even back then when it like wasn't super easy to find out anything on the internet, you kind of knew it was the hot toy before they were even out. I mean, since TV has been a thing, it's easy to figure out. Yeah. What yeah. is the most popular children's TV show currently? Like, because, what was it, a year ago, two years ago? It's not on this one, but I bet you it's still popular, although more so a couple years ago. Just based on the amount of parents I know that hated Paw Patrol, <laughs> you could just assume if you go buy Paw Patrol things, they will be in demand. It's yeah. also like whatever thing is the most nowadays, and maybe back when we were kids too, and I'm just being a crotchety old lady, but it seems like anything that has like an element of like surprise, like, well, I guess like Pokemon card packets, like yeah. you don't know what you're going to get. So you need all of them. I mean, Hatchimal's mystery. Yeah. Like, little surprise. surprise. That seems to still even be the thing. fingerlings thing, I think has a surprise element to mm. it. Like you don't know what it's going to do because it's on your finger. Well, and I don't they're know. They're not, they're not a toy with a lot of application. They just hang out on your finger. I wonder though, if this is harder now and I could be wrong, but just given the sophistication of marketing, the, the amount we can produce more with machines, like how much faster and how much more we can produce. I wonder if like other than like hit TV shows that start late in the year, like, Oh, this show got really popular in September and nobody saw it coming other or like this movie was sold way better than we expected it to. I don't know that this happens as much. Like I can't imagine it's like a, Oh, we knew the demand was going to be there, but we just couldn't produce enough lull surprises. Like you have to be able to produce 50 million of those an hour on an assembly line somewhere. Like how can you really underproduce? Yeah. And the three things that you mentioned, I knew, I know were hot toys last year too. It did say like three or four of the top five that I looked at were either the same or like the same subject. Like brand. Diff- yeah. It was yeah, like, like lol, they have a different bit. Lol, you know, snack pack was a, this was is the, like big last like year. And now it's this volumes one. or books. Cause there Whatever. used to be this thing called Shopkins that was like, you guys probably don't know, like Littlest Pet Shop. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, Littlest Pet like, Shop. Okay, that's fair. Um, it was like I was raised by television, so you were. <laughs> it's like Littlest Pet Shop, but if all the pets were foods, yeah, and yeah. they had like cute eyeballs. I bought that for a little girl too one year, and I was like, "What is happening to America?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a million years old. I am a million years old. Why aren't anybody playing with Jackson hoop and stick anymore? <laughs> I wonder, though, to I know that this was a, like a segment on television when I was a kid, though, where like the local news would do a spot on like what the hot toy was. Yeah. And like they would have like a segment about like what Christmas toys were going to be, which was like. Do you think that they set some of the expectation? I have to imagine it's like a weird feedback loop where like I don't think that the media plays like like they're certainly back then. And I would 
be more suspect of it now, but I don't think it's the case where like there might be some feedback loop, monetary or otherwise, for that. Um, but I think that there is some sort of like self fulfilling prophecy with it, where like some like somebody on their research team just happened to latch onto this thing, and then people saw it, and that just creates this positive feedback where people. I think you're thinking too little. Huh. I think the tel- the companies who make the television shows now own most of the toy oh. producers. Well, I think that's so they just air oh. the shows that they own the toy rights to, and then make those toys, and then they're the only six things kids have to choose from. Man, but the thing is, like these I mean, those three it, toys like, aren't from a TV show. Well, I'm, they're not related to any other media. And I was mm-hmm. speaking more specifically to like when I was a child. Oh yeah, seeing oh. that. And, like, but I do. Think I definitely think now that there is like monetary exchange happening for articles like that, where like this is the hot toy this season, you know. Um, Are but there like laws about like how you can advertise to children. Well, it, you're not advertising to the children though. You're advertising to the parents. But and like you're advertising to kids between like their TV shows, right? Mm, yeah, but a lot of those have become a lot more lax in recent years. Oh. Well, like, it's weird. Like, I think above a certain, like, childhood age, they've become much more lax. But, like, below, like, preschool level, I think you're actually still pretty regulated on what can be. Well, because that's, like, scientifically, ad. kids can't tell the difference. Like, very little kids can't tell the difference between an advertisement and, like, the truth. Yeah. Uh, in this day and age, neither can adults. I was gonna apparently. say, I don't know either. Because apparently, <laughs> I'm gonna buy a Casper say, mattress. <laughs> apparently, all you just say is the news is fake, and everyone believes it. So yeah. Who knew? <sighs> Guys, cross check your references. You know, with like, check your sources too. You can cross check your references for a lot of things and like confirm yourself, but you gotta make sure those sources are good. Everything's a nightmare fire. Uh, so kids' toys. <laughs> So you're asking us how many of these things he maybe would have wound up with? I'm just saying he has 14. I can't that t- for I sure can't tell at the if office. that's like he went to one store or if he's been doing this for like several weeks and he, he's like hit five stores and they each had 14. I think he probably cleaned the, out a bunch of stores. But like the way that the show sets it up is that like these things gain the most value in those last few hours. It is true. He does and not know. We talked about marginal uh, marginal demand, right? And it goes up as it gets more scarce. At the end of the show, he sells one for $200, which you immediately see the person who bought it resell for $400. Huh. So like, he should be jacking up. Like The week before Christmas, it should be like 50 bucks instead of 30 and then the week of it should be like 150 and then like the day before it should be like 500. Oh my I God. also think that he turns down an offer early in the episode because it's like not robust enough mm, for his perhaps. margin. Um, so I think that that might be all he's working with, which at the end of the day, like two grand for like 14 toys. Yeah. For, yeah. Like I said, an hour of research and an hour to go pick them up. Like, I'd get paid $1,000, $1,200 an hour if somebody was willing to pay me that. Yeah. You could be a secret shopper and not get paid that much. Yeah. A long yeah. way from that. <laughs> well, here's the much. thing. You Sometimes do that. Sometimes you get paid you just You go the buy thing. those things while you're secret, secret shopping. shopping. Yep. And then you go home and flip them. Double dip. Yeah. And then the company finds out and they blacklist you and you're never allowed to do that again. I tried to secret shop one time and they were like, great, go to Schaumburg. And I was like, hold up, don't have a car. How about that? And they were like, bye. So I don't know actually how secret shopping works. I think it's just like that. I think people make very little money. It's true. I you're think you get reimbursed for the product travel. that you buy, oh. and, mm-hmm. but not the travel. Um, so it's not actually a good job at all. But like, if you were going to go there anyway, I guess. Yeah. I mean, if you live in suburban <laughs> hell and you're going to just drive around otherwise. This is what I imagine then my do future. Uber. <laughs> huh? Then do Uber. 
do well, yeah no you uber on the way to your secret shopping gig and then you are an yeah. uber driver on the hey, way guys, to the, okay that, uh, when companies used to give people benefits it's actually the really ACA is illegal now. Boy, say, I'm on a rough uh, tangent tonight. Oh, uh, Monday's been hard. I'll say that. It's been a hard Monday. <laughs> it's Tuesday. You know that, right? Is no. It Monday? It's Monday. It is Are you 100% kidding me? Monday. Did you really think it was Tuesday for a second? Yeah. Dan, oh Today no. has been long enough for two days. I, I was going to say, and this year's been long enough for three decades, so yeah. I'm going to retire now. This episode's <laughs> been long enough for four right. episodes. So. Uh, that is true. Although there's about 20 minutes with, of cap. Stuff in yeah, there. mostly it's just cat. Hey, I bought us like 10 minutes. You did? Yeah. You did buy us 10 minutes. Is he still in that bag? No, I think he's in, just in the sweater and totally immobilized. <laughs> <laughs> I love our cat and the various ways you can make him sit still. Um, any other thoughts? No. What did you guys buy me for Christmas? You already know. I know. I know. We have a gift for you guys. What? Kind of. I'll explain later. Okay. That feels weird. <laughs> I mean, we're going to come play a game with you. Is that it? Is it the gift? Because I, I really want to play that game. Yeah. Which game? Betrayal, Betrayal Legacy. Oh, yeah, I do. That's like basically yeah. been, that's been your Christmas gift to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited about it. Anyway, thank you for listening to Make Believe Money. I guess we have to figure out what Dan got us for Christmas and then figure out what we can get him. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've been Liz. I've been Damon. I've been feeling appreciated. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, As always, please rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts or your podcatcher of choice. And thanks to Charlie Miller for her music, catcher at charliemiller.com. You know, email us at makebelievemoneypodcast at gmail.com with your thoughts, feelings, and Christmas lists. Uh, And we'll see you next time on Make Believe Money for an actual official Christmas episode. Woot. Woot. Bye. Bye. So to be clear, we bought 